Welcome to Stuff Magazine's Tech Bites, a quick wrap-up of all the local and international tech news you may have missed. If you're currently running around your respective town and or city in a 2007 Toyota Yaris, then you might want to pay attention to this little news piece. The car manufacturer has issued a recall on all 2007 Toyota Yaris models due to a fault with the car's airbags. SMSs were sent out to all the owners of the affected vehicles, making them aware of the situation, and probably making more than a few people rather paranoid. Scams are so easy to pull these days that many people no doubt wrote the warning off. Of course, we at Stuff Magazine like to look a little deeper. We contacted Toyota South Africa to ask whether or not the recall was real, and it turns out to be 100% true. If you're currently jetting about the place in one of these basic yet seemingly unkillable vehicles, you probably want to make your way down to your nearest Toyota dealership and have the airbags replaced. Free of charge, of course. There's two things South Africans hate more than anything else. ESCOM's haphazard load-shedding schedule and sudden spikes in petrol prices. While we're pleased to say that power cuts don't seem to be a problem for now, car juice will be taking a big old leap into the sky. According to a statement released to the media by the South African government, petrol and diesel prices will be increasing tonight, the 3rd of March. By rather substantial amount. Best stop by the local Shell BP on the way home if you want to enjoy the current price for a little while longer. According to the press release, both leaded and unleaded petrol will be jumping by 65 cents per litre, while diesel with 0.05% sulphur will be increasing by 54 cents per litre, and diesel with 0.005% sulphur will now cost 56 cents per litre more starting tonight. Maybe it's time to think about those electric cars you definitely can't afford just yet. Visa, the financial services company, has announced that it's debuting a new feature that could turn a normal smartphone into a point-of-sale terminal, without much hassle. It's called Tap to Phone, a brand new digital payment service, and it launches in South Africa today. At this stage, the functionality is only available on Android devices, which makes sense in a country like South Africa where Android's market penetration far exceeds Apple's. Visa's new digital payment service will allow vendors to easily and quickly access their digital finances and assets at the tap of a button. They'll also have the ability to quickly and seamlessly take payments no matter where they find themselves. Tap to pay has quickly become one of the main methods of payment across a variety of industries and retail spaces. Investing in a payment terminal that accepts tap to pay can be expensive and time consuming. Now vendors can sign up to Visa's tap to phone feature and manage their payments through their mobile phone. It's a long way to go until September, or October, possibly November, but that doesn't mean we can't speculate on the current state of the iPhone 13. Apple's newest handset could feature a larger battery than previous years, according to reports, and Apple's also considering reducing the size of the phone's notch. There are, according to analyst Ming-Chi Ko, still four models of iPhone expected for this generation, which suggests that the reportedly poor-selling mini version is sticking around for another try. The design isn't expected to feature a substantial change, with the notch being the major alteration. You can expect a larger battery in your iPhone, as well as Qualcomm's X65G modem, which will leave enough space in the chassis for other bits owing to its smaller size. The iPhone 12 Pro Max's sensor shift stabilization tech is also apparently destined for the entire iPhone 13 range, right down to the mini. That's about as far as general info goes, but the iPhone 13 Pro, however, is supposed to be in for a substantial upgrade. Apple has designs on a folding iPhone, that's no secret, but it involves an awful lot of wishful thinking as well. Most recently, LG's been rumored to be helping the American company with its folding display designs. Apple analyst Ming-Chi Ko offers up a more solid timeline for when you might see the actual product. 
The folding iPhone could apparently have a screen between 7.5 inches and 8 inches in size, unfolded, we assume. And 2023 is the year we might see the device itself, according to Chrome. So not 2020 or 2021 then, as we had initially expected. But that date assumes that the company surmounts key technology and mass production issues, which it hasn't begun to address just yet. That is, if it proceeds at all. There reportedly aren't even any prototypes at this stage, and Apple could still bail on the folding phone altogether. Thank you for joining Stuff Magazine's Tech Bytes. We'll be back tomorrow morning with all the tech news, both local and international, you may have missed. Thank you for listening. <music>